0: Welcome back to the Jasmine Star Show. So, I'm just gonna ask you to do it how you do in church. Now, if you've never been to church, let me make you wiser. Oftentimes, you're asked to raise your hand so you can self-identify. Self-identify for having a good day, a bad day. If you want to help somebody, you know, want to volunteer, you want to go to Mexico and help build an orphanage for orphans. Like, this is literally what my parents did. So, like, raising hands, like, it comes natural to me. So, here I am on the podcast, and I'm like, full circle moment. Raise your hand if you've ever gone to create another, I don't know, blog post podcast episode, an IGTV video, a newsletter, or a social media post, and then your well was empty. Like nothing. Nada. Zilch. Okay. Am I the only one raising my hand right now? <laughs> I'm like, don't leave me alone in the church Raise my hand. Chances are, I don't think I'm the only person. If you're building a business, it's not a matter of if you will experience a creative rut, but it's rather When it will happen now, I don't want to be all doomsday, but if you've been in business over a year You'll know what I'm talking about I have been there before and I know that I'll probably be there again in the future It's natural But even though it's natural i'm just gonna come out and say it it sucks, right? Like let's just call it for what it is as business owners creativity is our identity now I understand you might not be in a creative market per se You might think, okay, well, I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not a photographer. I'm not a painter. I don't crochet. Fine. But as business owners, we're forced to be creative because oftentimes we don't have everything we need to grow the business that we want. So you have to get scrappy. You have to get a little creative. You have to be innovative, right? So I believe that creativity is part of our identity as entrepreneurs. When we lack creativity, we don't feel like ourselves. I've been there. I go through these like, lapses time and time again and I know that being in a rut is a really lonely place to be and then it's kind of highlighted on social media because it's one thing to be on social media and look at posts and be like okay great but when you're in a creative rut and you feel like you can't get the wheels moving and then you're on social media ooh, it amplifies the loneliness but I am less afraid of creative ruts now for one main reason We experience God-given emotions to feel these ruts, all of them at 100%. And I'm actually thankful for it and here's why. We feel pain so that we fully enjoy the pleasure of joy. We go through anger, we feel angry so that we can fully enjoy the pleasure of delight. We experience sadness so that we can fully enjoy the pleasure of happiness. Because if we only ever felt one emotion, we wouldn't be able to gauge it. Oftentimes, when I feel a flicker of elation, when I feel a flicker of happiness on the back of coming out of a really hard or dark situation, I feel like that moment of happiness is sweeter and it's richer because of the juxtaposition between the emotions in my life. Being in a creative rut is a gift. Because when you get back to your zone of creating, you will totally be lit up and excited. We are being told in the deepest part of our souls, our souls are saying, taste this now and don't forget. Because if you continue to show up, it will get really good. But the question that I always ask people is, will you continue showing up? or will you let a series of creative ruts or obstacles stop you? This episode is all about how to get out of a creative rut in your business so your work doesn't feel like work. I have a feeling you're here for a reason today, and I'm very thankful. Now, before we get into how To get out of a creative rut, let's talk about why we tend to lose our creativity in the first place. And then we're going to bust through them with a set of a groundwork. Like we're going to let, we're going to set this groundwork for our conversation. Now, I want to talk about the why, because if we understand how we get into the creative rut or how we get out of it, we have a, a deeper awareness of how all of these things work together and how to avoid them if we know what we're looking for. So... If you've been hanging around here for a while, you know that mindset is kind of my jam, right? It's like, I love our brains. Our brains are the most underutilized muscle. Our brains can change our disposition, they can change our decisions, they can change how we see the future. So I'm kind of like, all right, friends, prepare your hearts because we're not just talking about being in a creative rut. We're not talking about obstacles. We're talking about, hey, how do we change our perspective and be like, Wow. I'm thankful this is happening. The minute you could be thankful for the ugly, you have a mad appreciation for what is so simply beautiful. So even if mindset like isn't your jam, just prepare your heart. Just listen carefully. I promise after these like introductions, I'm going to give you tactical tips on how to get out of a creative rut. But for now, I want to talk about the three reasons why you might be feeling stuck. Reason number one is that you might be feeling like you don't know how or where to begin. Now, even if you have a business, every iteration of your business is going to present new things. And every time you're presented with a new thing, it kind of sort of feels like, dang, am I starting a new business here? I've been there. So you might be feeling stuck because you don't know the next or the first step to take. And I hate to break it to you, but that's how life in business works. I know it can be frustrating, but I have learned that scrappy and gritty action has always been better than perfectly planned ideas. Because I don't know about you, as 2020 showed us, plans rarely go as planned anyway. So if we know that plans don't really go to planned as always, let's take action. Let's just start to get to taking action, even if we don't know the right or the first step. Just do something because it's the something that's going to lead you to the thing. Now, reason number two that you might be feeling creatively blocked is because you're thinking other people have, know, or do more. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I feel like I should just repeat that again you might be feeling stuck because you think or feel other people have, know, or do more. If you're looking at other people's accomplishments as a barometer for how much you can do, ooh, I say, heck no. You can't judge your capacity or your performance based on what somebody else is doing. A lot of times the people who get the most traction are those who are doing more with less. So just because other people have, know, or do more, that does not mean you cannot be just as or more successful. There is somebody right now who has less than you and is doing more. So if you're looking at somebody else who has more and saying you're stuck or behind, friend, I have to tell you, you're going to remain in that place. You have to believe and say, I have the capacity, the strength, the wherewithal, the grit to do more with less. That mindset That's going to get you out ASAP. Now, finally, reason number three, you might be feeling in a creative rut is that you might think to yourself, nobody cares about my posts, my podcasts, my blogs, like whatever, you know, fill in the blank. That basically nobody cares what you're producing. Okay, so a lot of times what I'll hear, and it's crazy because people, while they might not leave it in the comments, people become very honest with me if I have the opportunity to speak at an event or even somebody sending me a DM. And what I hear a lot is people say, Jasmine, I post all the time, but I never get engagement. So what's the point of putting up my work if nobody responds? If you feel this way, I want to tell you that if your content reaches one person, it could have a profound effect on their life. If you want people discovering your posts and your business, you have to keep creating content for that one person who needs to hear what you have to say. The minute you Stop thinking that you must create an appeal to a thousand people and realize that it's one person who could change your business. Truly, everything changed. So right now we just discussed why you might be feeling in a creative rut Even if I've identified with that, it's not going to be enough. Like, I can't end it there. Like, we have to talk about three ways to get out of a creative rut. Okay, and I'm just going to be bringing these from very personal examples. I do not think that I am the queen of getting out of a creative rut. I don't think I have all of the answers. What I can say is that as a creative entrepreneur, I understand what it feels like to want and crave creativity to do the next thing. But oftentimes, and I believe it was Stephen King or Stephen Pressfield who said that the clarity, the thing that you want to do, the thing that you want comes by way of action, not inaction. It's like if you want creativity, I believe I believe it's Stephen Pressfield who said that it's a muse. Creativity is like a muse who we want to visit us every night so that we get up and we're like, wow, I know what to do next. But every creator, business owner, uh, entrepreneur, an artist, like, it's by doing that things actually happen. But you might be saying, okay, but um, what do I do? Okay, so tip number one to get out of a creative rut is to give yourself creative challenges. Whenever I get into a creative rut, I really do continue showing up because I know that even though like the well is empty, if I keep things interesting, it may not be empty tomorrow. Now, have I gone through long stretches to where I feel like I just can't create? Yeah. I am not saying to work, 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 or grind into the grave. Sure, you can give yourself some time off, but a prolonged period of time off without any creation is more disastrous than pushing through with creation. Again, one person's opinion, but again, I've been an entrepreneur for 13 years. Like I know that it's Action that leads to clarity. I can remember a few years ago when I had written over 2,000 blog posts on photography. Yeah, like my blog was all about photography and I had written over 2,000 blog posts and I truly did not think I had a single topic to write about that hadn't been previously covered. I was shooting weddings at the time And I had a very successful photography business and I would teach other photographers what I knew. I just put it on a free blog and I kind of was like, I'm bored. I've done all the things. And then all of a sudden I knew going into this very beautiful, affluent, luxurious wedding, I had an African-American groom and a Caucasian bride. And I was shooting a wedding and the groom was wearing an all black tuxedo. And then the bride was fair, blonde haired, bright blue eyes in a white dress. Now, if you're not a photographer right now, like, and you're listening and you're like, okay. And let me just tell you, As a photographer, it is an impossible lighting situation, okay? So it's just like, it is a black tuxedo, a white dress. It was in the middle of the afternoon in the bright sun. And most of the time, photographers would be like, oh, I'm going to run for the hills. Like, this is like crazy. (laughs) Um, I was going to embrace the challenge. Now, I could have taken the easy route. I could have found open shade, I could have brought out fill lights, I could have brought out reflectors. Now, if you're not a photographer and you don't know what I'm talking about, let's just say I could have done the easy thing. But if I was in a creative rut and I was, I thought to myself, I have the opportunity to, yes, take the safe photos, ensure the portfolio is protected, but like, give myself an impossible challenge. Like, I figured out how to balance the light and go for an epic shot on the coast at noon, not because I necessarily had to, but because I really wanted a creative challenge. Afterward, not only did my couple have a really incredible experience, and I'm really happy to say that the photo was amazing. I loved it. But the beauty of it was that I had more content to serve my audience with. Like I went from being in a creative rut to doing something that really pushed me and challenged me and then made me really excited to create a piece of content on how I created that photo. So if you're in a creative rut, this is my first piece of advice for you. Keep the content the same, but make it harder for yourself. Good challenge gets your gut going in the right direction. Let's talk about tip number two, and that's to get curious. Now, of course, we just talked about how the only way to get through is to move through, but sometimes the act of moving can be standing still. Yeah, I know it doesn't feel like it makes sense, but let me work this through. My second tip is to stop trying to make it happen and instead get curious about why you're feeling stuck in the first place. And if I go back to tip number one, if I hadn't been curious about why I was in a creative rut, AKA, I felt like I couldn't find anything else to talk about. I think it would have stopped me from pushing myself to the challenge. So these two can run side by side and then also intersect. A lot of times we're scared to step into the solitude. Because we think we run a higher risk of losing momentum that we've built up in our business. But we fail to realize that running into the wind can sometimes mean that progress is slowed. So when you take a step back, ask yourself how do I need to heal? What do I need to do? Where do I derive satisfaction? What brings out my creativity? Now, I know it feels like super like woo. I think it feels super like, God, girl, you're annoying. This is like a first world. Let me just sit here and pontificate. But like if you're being in a creative rut and you're talking to a creative entrepreneur who's been there, done that, you know, rinsed and repeat over a decade, I'm going to tell you that it's truly when I take a step back and try to understand the underlying issue. Because the minute I address why I'm feeling a certain way, all of a sudden it empowers me to get Curious and then empowers me to create challenges and that facilitates getting out of the rut. So it's important to keep in mind that everybody is different. This could mean that for the next 15 days, you'll get up early in the morning and have a hot bath, and maybe you'll take a long walk every afternoon after lunch. And you might be thinking, that's not me. Okay. It might be that you're going to do a two hour drive to get to the nearest museum and have tomato soup and a glass of wine in the middle of a weekday. Maybe you'll wander aimlessly around galleries. And you might be like, no, that's not me. It could be that you might, you know, attend a poetry reading or go to independent movies or take a painting class, you know, and you might be sitting here being like, "Mm, still not me. Fine. When all else fails, yeah, get into nature. Go for a walk. Truly, this is what our ancestors, this is what every creative psychologist, this is what people actually recommend is get out in nature. There is something cathartic about walking in the sun. I mean, you could actually walk in the rain too. It's clearing your mind. It forces you to get away from digital devices that distract you. It makes you see things in a different way. It makes you move slower. It makes you appreciate things. A little bit of sweat, a little bit of clarity in the mind, a little bit of exercise is the perfect remedy for getting out of a creative or an emotional funk. Whatever it is for you, just get away from your business and the inspiration might just strike. Now, I'm not saying if you go on a 10-minute walk all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm the sucker to use of art. Not at all. But the more you do something, the more that you create those pathways for opportunity for you to think differently. Tip number three is help other people. The best piece of advice that I received when I was in a creative rep myself is that in order for you to find out your purpose, you must look away from the things that you do not have and help other people. Oftentimes, when I'm talking about creativity, I will link it to purpose because it's not enough to do whatever it is you want to do. It's not enough to, you know, sell makeup, sell essential oils. It's not enough to be a graphic designer. It's not enough to be a party planner. It's not enough to be a travel agent. It's not enough to be a course creator like It's not the thing that you provide, it's the act of doing. There's purpose in what it is that you're doing. And oftentimes, when you lose sight of your purpose, that's what allows us and empowers us to get stuck in a rut. Now, when you take the attention away from yourself and you give unexpectedly of your time, like perhaps in a place that we would not assume that we would find creativity, maybe at a soup kitchen, vacation Bible school, a PTA meeting, like magic might just happen. Whatever the activity is, it allows you to turn off your mind and see the world in a unique way. It allows you to do something counterintuitive as business owners. Waste time. And that's okay. Because in all actuality, it's not a waste. It's a redistribution of time you will find that in the process of teaching somebody else what you know, you learn something more. You learn how to see it differently. It forces you to teach, educate, defend, explain, extrapolate in a way that you hadn't done before. And that is the thing that's opening those pathways to see what you do in a different light. And when you see what you do in a different light, sparks fly. friend, promise me this do not volunteer at the local Boys and Girls Club or visit your grandmother with the expectation that you will find creativity. No, it doesn't work like that. Expectation ruins the pathways. I want you to go in with an openness that you may perhaps have creativity sparked. Maybe not. When we do not expect amazing things, but simply hope for them, that's when we find our way back to ourselves. Now, I've given you three reasons why you might feel stuck. I've given you three tips to overcome it. But my last bonus tip is this, give yourself grace. I know this is the hardest thing to do and it's something that I couldn't manage for a very long time. For a while, I couldn't forgive myself for losing my way, for becoming something I wasn't. As I worked through finding a new direction, I hated myself. And it's not easy for me to say that. It's completely a little too raw, maybe a little too authentic, a little too vulnerable. All those like very uh, it words of 2021, right? It's like if I hear the word vulnerable or real, raw, authentic in 2021, again, I'm just probably going to roll my eyes back into my head. And here I am on the podcast being and saying and doing that very thing. I didn't want to admit that hate, self-hate particularly, was the driving force of the thing that was keeping me stuck. Now, I didn't wake up every day and be like, I hate myself. I hate myself. Not at all. Self-hate often disguises itself pretty stealthily. I did, however, find myself constantly thinking, I was stupid. Like, that was a stupid decision. Why did you say that? Who even cares? Like, why is it taking you three times? Why are you moving so slowly? How many times you're gonna have to learn this lesson? Y'all, that was my daily narrative. And if we ever had somebody sitting next to us all day saying those things to us, an outsider would say, that person hates you. And yet, that's the narrative I And maybe some of you have going on. So the person who's on the inside is talking to you as if he or she hates you. That is disguised self-hate. Now, I hate admitting that my thoughts were like a terrible narrative of insults. My thoughts were completely a barrage, like a crap storm of doubt. It wasn't until I extended grace to myself with the reminder that past failure couldn't or wouldn't determine future success. Past failure would not determine future success. It wasn't until I extended grace to myself that I was able to work from a clean slate and chart a new direction. It wasn't until I told the inner person that really mean girl on the inside of me and really truly say, listen, I know you mean girl, I know you're being mean to me because you think that it's coming across like you care for me. I believed that the meanness was a version of myself who just really wanted the best, but she was being a total jerk, like a drill sergeant. So all of that to say, give yourself grace. Except that not every day as a business owner is a great day and that's okay. Okay. Remember what we talked about in the beginning of this episode. We feel all of our emotions and we have all of our experiences at a level 100. When we're in a creative rut, we feel it 100% so that when we're actively inspired in our business, we are all in. Friends. Friends. Come on now, come on out here having these real conversations. Okay, so before I go, I do have one more trick up my sleeve for getting out of a creative rut. And y'all, This is where I'm going to get annoying because you're just like, come on, Jasmine, give it to me. I'm going to tell you to do some work. I just told you, you got to get curious and you got to give yourself challenges. So here's a curious challenge. What would it look like for you to batch your content so that you're working on one project? Hey, your brain isn't task switching and you could stay focused on that one thing. Boom. Are you ready? Am I pulling you in? Did I hook you in? Let's go. Okay, so... This is precisely why I plan all of my social media posts for the month in just one day. Yeah. You heard that right? And the best part is that I want to teach you how to do this too. So if you want to get curious and you want to challenge and you just want to hang out with me live for an hour, come on. Yes, come on, friends. And literally, I'm going to be bringing people on camera to ask questions. We're going to be workshopping, uh, batching. We're going to be workshopping, creating content. We're going to be workshopping how to talk about your business without selling your business. Y'all, this free class is how to plan, create, and execute a month of social media posts in one day. And we're going to walk through exactly the four steps you need to take your posts to the next level I'm just so excited at the time of this recording I am putting the finishing touches on all of it, and it's good. It's brand new, and I cannot wait to share this updated new version of how I've been able to batch content, everything from videos to reels to posts, the whole nine, and stories. Let's not forget stories. You have to join me at jasminestar.com forward slash 30 days. The link is in the show notes from wherever you are listening, and I just know you're going to get your inspiration back, so you can register at jasminestar.com forward forward slash 30 days. And I will see you at that live class soon.